If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. The end of the year is fast approaching and so are opportunities for extra healing and release. If your honoring of the end of the year looks like fighting to stay awake for the ball drop, I have one ceremony that will help you to experience love and release and gratitude. One that you can do alone at a special gathering or for your intuitive and holistic clients. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to our podcast, Sacred Space, here at Modern Life and Spirit. I'm Robert Wooten. I'm a Reiki Master Teacher, and I'm here with certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten. Hey there, everybody. And we're with SedonaMedium.com. And today, we're wrapping up our Season 1 podcast journey by sharing a powerful, transformative practice to help you take stock of your personal growth path by letting go of all that you no longer need or that may be holding you back. In many ways, as spiritual beings, we are here as creators to experience creation, to emit and simultaneously receive energy. And as a result, there is a part of us that finds a great sense of peace from ritual. 
from creating a physical link between what we're spiritually aligning with. So ceremony is how we mark transitions and significant moments. I think it draws us beyond the surface so that we can go within and be the incredible energy transformers that we are here to be. And we're winding down this year. And as we head into winter with we've got the winter solstice coming up on December 21st, a really reflective kind of energy comes up. And not just because it's the end of the year. Winter is a time of healing and introspection and going within. All natural creatures shift to an inward awareness. I mean, look at bear. I always equate bear energy with a strong power in the wintertime. Bear enters the cave, is surrounded and bathed in the energy of the earth to enter into this sacred hibernation period. Today, I wanted to share with you in that spirit, a ceremony that was held at my healing clinic in North Carolina a couple of times that you may have experienced in certain variations at spiritualist churches. It's also something that you can create the experience and hold space for others like your friends or your family, your children, your holistic and intuitive clients. So the ceremony that I'm talking about is the burning bowl ceremony. And the burning bowl ceremony is a way of using a physical representation for an inner affirmation and an awareness that you are using to shift your consciousness, to cleanse, to release and touch the spirit world in the process. So we're going to walk you through today how to create a burning bowl ceremony for yourself or if you're going to host it for others. So we'll let you know what you need what the steps are, also some powerful variations that I know will help you if you're having trouble releasing and letting go. Because for some people, it's not easy. Or you want to release something and let go and you're just your heart's not in it quite yet. You're struggling with it. So if you have experienced a burning ball ceremony, I'm sure that you can vouch for how purifying it is. I know I can. I invite you to stay with us because the variations that I'm going to be telling you about are ways that my spirit guides have shared with me about how to take that burning bowl ceremony to the next level and have a really magical event. Okay, so brief synopsis, if you're not familiar with a burning bowl ceremony, if I'm just speaking complete spiritual Greek here, a burning bowl ceremony is where you reflect on what you're choosing to release And you're recording this onto a slip of paper that you're going to burn as a strong symbolism to your higher self and to the universe that you are ready to experience a big shift in that area of your life because you're releasing it, you're letting it go. And obviously fire is a important element of a burning ball ceremony, which is the element of transformation. Some of my favorite gatherings have been around a sacred fire in some form or fashion. So what, whether it be for a drum circle or creating a Native American prayer ties at a ceremony here in Sedona, that was fantastic. It was really beautiful. There's something warming and nourishing about the warmth and light of fire. So if you're going to do things inside or outside, do make sure that you're following the appropriate fire safety measures for wherever you are. So don't be on the desert starting raging wildfires, okay? That's too much, too far. So what kind of supplies will people need 
to be able to do something like this. The good news is that the supplies are really easy to access and you probably have them at home already. And most of it depends on if you're going to do something that's indoors and do a, a burning using an actual bowl inside or whether you're going to do something with a fireplace or a fire pit. So I'll give you variations for all of that. So the first thing, obviously, is you need a fire pit or a fireplace or a wood stove or a big, thick metal bowl. Like a metal mixing bowl would work, one that's, you know, got a little bit of depth to it. I've also used a metal singing bowl before if it was just myself, but that wouldn't work for other people. It's just not big enough and, you know, tall enough. I would imagine using a glass bowl would be a really bad idea. No, do not use a glass bowl. Metal bowl for a reason. And I want to say this before we go on. If you have to pick up the bowl for any reason... Metal bowls are hot <laughs> when you've burned a lot of things in them. need to make sure that you are either leaving it to cool or you have um, hot pads for that too. Also for what it's sitting on, make sure that it's, mm-hmm. it's sitting safe. on the ground or on some bricks or something like that. Yeah, well, something that's heat safe. Most people use a real stabilized table. It's usually on a tablecloth, but you could use a trivet. Trivet is a great way to handle that without it being aesthetically out of place. But I like the fact that it doesn't have to be necessarily a bowl. A bowl is just, here you're using it as a term for a container to contain the things that you're going to be burning in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you aren't using a fire pit, so if you are using a bowl, then you want to add sand to about a fourth of an inch, you know, maybe even as much as half an inch or more thickness at the bottom of the bowl. And what this does is it just helps to give the paper something to sit on top of so it's not sitting directly on to the bowl. I mean, you can really just get sand from outdoors or from a sand pit. Uh, You don't need anything really fancy. But if you are doing it for a special event or you're just wanting to make it representative of something that just feels really resonant for you. If you go to the craft store, they have different colored sands that you can get. And I think purple is a great option. Always looks really pretty against our next item, which is a white candle. And the white candle, when you put it in, you're going to settle it into the sand just a little bit. So the sand helps to stabilize it in one place. Now, you'll need a stick lighter, so one of those that has a you know longer point to it. And you only need the candle, by the way, if you are using that for an actual bowl versus if you're outside in the fire pit, the fire itself is going to be the candle or serve for that purpose. Slips of burnable paper, so nothing with any kind of coating on it, just regular stuff, some white sage, and I think always for fire safety, just grab a jug of water just in case you can hide it underneath the tablecloth. Nobody will even know. So the process looks like this with the burning bowl ceremony is you start with cleansing your space. Now, if you're preparing for an event or you're doing it for other people, you're going to cleanse the space before they come in. And then you're setting up the accoutrement of this uh, experience before they come into So you'll set up your fire pit or your burning bowl. If you're using a bowl, place it on some sort of sturdy surface, add the sand into the bottom, and then place the white candle in the center of the bowl and just secure it in a little bit into the sand. Once everybody's gathered or whenever you're ready, you start with an opening prayer. And don't forget, this is so important, people forget this all the time, don't forget to ask for help from your guides. 
you know, a lot of times your guides can help you energetically through this process or support you with a little extra healing. Ask for the help. Ask for those resources. Light the candle in the center of your bowl and give everyone a chance to connect with their heart and higher self and identify what they want to leave behind and release. Each person should write what they're releasing on the paper. So they'll need paper. And I guess I should have added pins in the supply list. That seems pretty important. If you've had Reiki training with me too, what I've done is I always add personally my Reiki symbols, all the Reiki symbols on the back of the paper just to add extra healing for whatever it is that I'm releasing. Then each person should visualize a beam of pure white light from the center of the burning bowl flowing upwards, just a column of light as if it's representing all of this funnel of purifying energy that's going directly into the spirit world. And if you're leading something, a little meditative experience there to build the energy would be really lovely, really inviting, and just help people to get into that deeper space as well. Each person is going to step forward one at a time. This is key, one at a time so that you're not burning the place down and burn their slip of paper to help release the energy. And as they're doing that, they're visualizing and feeling that moving up, being accepted by the universe and going up that column of light. And finally, you're going to close with a closing prayer and maybe some sort of music or drumming or a positive you know, social ending. Make it celebratory, I think, afterwards, because there's such a weight that is released in the burning bowl ceremony that then it's time to celebrate. Then it's time to be together in community. Then it's time to share together. It's great when we've gathered people that we love and truly care about in the spirit and the energy of, you know, elevating ourselves. So take advantage of it at that point. Okay, so I mentioned that there's some variation. So if you've been to some burning bowls before and you feel like you're ready to kind of amp it up a little bit, you want to like, you've got the switch and you're like, oh, let's just, let's take it to the next level. Like what else can you experience with the burning bowl? And I think creativity is super fun. So I was talking to my guides today and one of the things that they were sharing with me is, when it's really hard for someone to let go, it's really hard to release, maybe it's something you struggled with or you felt like it's one of those things that's just been in your cell. So maybe the goal is you're just trying to release the year. Oh, maybe some of that tension and stress is just in every part of your being. And so it takes a little bit more of a process to feel like you're capturing that energy. So maybe writing something on a slip of paper doesn't feel as emotive and satisfying and accurate of pulling all of that energy out. And so one thing that they were showing me is using a wood burning tool. And you can do this one of two ways. Either use a wood burning tool on a log. So if you're going to do an outdoor fire pit, you know, people could write one thing on the log and then at the end the log goes onto the bonfire. You know, that could be an adaptation. If it's something that's been very difficult, very hard, maybe you lost someone or there's been a grief and you're really struggling to let go, is using Palo Santo, so holy wood, using sticks of that, and then writing just briefly what it is that you're releasing, maybe in one word. And as you are in that wood-burning process, it's it's coming from you. It's coming just from a little bit of a deeper creative space and it allows you more time to 
bring that to the surface so that it can be released. And of course, the holy wood is just supports that cleansing process. Now, if you're doing that, that's not very conducive to to burning it in a bowl because you would want, if you're writing on, a whole, on holy wood, then you're going to need to actually throw that into a fireplace or a fire pit or something along those lines so that it gets a good burn and burns the whole thing. I like that idea because, you know, when you're thinking about the paper, how fast the paper goes mm-hmm. versus something that's a lot deeper, the mm-hmm. wood takes longer for it to burn and you have, you can actually sit there and meditate on watching that wood as it as it slowly burns and you can just continuously release what it is you're trying to release. Yeah. And the Palo Santo itself is a cleansing agent. So it's, and it's very emotionally cleansing. It's great for impasse. So it's helping to ease that process for you. It's a very nurturing and I think loving way to do some very deep work. Now that may not be appropriate on a huge group level for that kind of thing to happen, uh, but that would be great for a one-on-one personal ceremonial work or a small group gathering with people who are really supportive and can be there for you in that time. I have two other variations for you. One is wish paper. And this is so great for New Year's because there's a real sense of wonder and awe. It's like the universe just picks it up and accepts it. So if you've never used wish paper, I did this for one of the groups at my spiritual retreats in Sedona. And it was oh, it was so awesome. It was a combination of just laughter and tears and gasps <laughs> as we did this, the whole group. The symbolism was so healing. And it's like new favorite thing. You know how Oprah has a favorite list of things. It's like one of Christina's favorites on the list is wish paper. It's just great. Use it for everything. But with wish paper, you write what it is that you're going to say. You fold it in a certain way and then you light it on fire. And as it starts to burn, it actually lifts the paper off of what it's set on it lifts up into the air and begins to dance and float in the air and just burns gently away. And it it has this very um, feminine, flowing, gentle sort of dance to it. And it feels literally like an angel just picks this piece of paper up and takes it like, yes, it's, it's a great affirmation and feels very um, nurturing. I have done it outside and I've done it inside. You can do it both ways. The difference is the wind. So if you're going to do it outside, consider that. Because of how it burns, it burns in such a way where it's not like a normal sheet of paper. It's not like lighting this whole big flame on fire. It's just very gentle and it lifts it lifts upwards, but not too far that you know, you'd worry about it going into the ceiling or going onto something. And it flows, the little skeleton of it flows down into the ground so you can just catch it with your hand. So my last variation is colored flames. And you can, there's an additive that you can get on Amazon or in other places online where you sprinkle this into your fire pit or in your fireplace. And when it burns, the flames produce different colors, which I think is really fun. Now that can have a certain representation of the chakras. So if you're doing a certain kind of cleansing or healing work where you're representing it being released from the chakras, that would be a fun way to demonstrate that. And it's not very expensive. I think last time I looked, it's like $12. Or if you're working with kids, maybe you're doing something for your family, for your children, or you know where young children might be, that'd be a way for them to maybe get a little bit more interested or intrigued or excited by it rather than like, oh, God, 
are we gathered here with the adults? <laughs> what are we doing? Why is it quiet? It's one way that they can maybe get a little bit mesmerized and enjoy the process. Again, that is not something that would be ideal for the actual bowl indoors. It would be something that would be great for outside. Okay, so let's talk about some tips. And I know I said this one earlier, but it bears repeating again. If you're doing this as an event, just be organized and for fire safety, only burn one slip of paper at a time. Otherwise, it's just simply too much. If you are going to do it inside, you have to have ventilation that's appropriate for the amount that you're burning. So if you're going to burn, you've got like 200 guests, <laughs> okay? One tiny little window cracked is not going to cut it for what you're doing. So you need to just be aware of that as far as your space is concerned. And also keep in mind smoke detectors and have a fan for ventilation that's sufficient enough that that's not going to cause a problem. I don't recommend disabling a smoke detector ever. I think that's never a good idea. But do make a plan for how you can funnel the air in a way that's not a problem. And my last one is don't spread the ashes until they're 100% cold. So if you did do a burning bowl ceremony inside, make sure you're just waiting for a while before you dump it outside. If you need to dump it outside earlier, so maybe you need to leave the event space quickly, then fill it with water and then just dump it outside from there. Okay, so you just want to make sure that everything's 100% cool and just a little hidden something can cause a major problem. Fire rangers often say that you should be able to put your hand on the ashes to make sure that they are cold. But if you were going to do that, you obviously want to make sure that you know for a fact that it's soaking wet and out before you stick your hand on it. Yeah, exactly. All right. You can do a burning bowl ceremony at any time, especially if you feel guided to it absolutely go for it whenever you're guided. Our last episode, number 57, was start manifesting with the divine feminine through the moon phases. And in that episode, we talked about the full moon and the new moon and what those metaphysical properties were, how to work with those cycles. I also added a bunch of extra information about those cycles and what to do when they come up in the free Manifesting with the Moon Guide. So if you haven't picked that up, just a reminder, you can download it at sedonamedium.com forward slash moon. Before we close, I want to let you know that we're going to take the rest of December to get ready for our 2022 episodes and so we can keep supporting you. Don't worry, we have some fun things planned for the podcast while we're away in December. So stay tuned every Wednesday. I promise we're not going to leave you hanging. For 2022, we have some special guest plans starting with an astrologer to give us all the details about what to look for in 2022. So I can't wait for all of this that's coming forward. I feel like we're we're closing in a beautiful space, positive energy and we're entering into 2022 with so much to be excited for and grateful for as well. If you don't want to miss these updates, make sure that you've subscribed wherever you're listening to this podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. Love and light to each of you. Infinite blessings. We'll see you in 2022. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. 
to read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.